Jabroni, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z-A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter, you spell Jabroni. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a bonus episode, a little snacker episode of Two Jabronis with a Wrestling Podcast. BJ Cruz here with my tag team partner, the man who texted me and said he may or may not have been at a bar for the past two hours before we recorded the incomparable (laughs) Jeremy Loss. Jay, how you doing, man? I was 100% at a bar and I'm living it up right now. So I'm in a good mood to talk about Elimination Chamber. Here we go. This is uh this is the reason for the snacker episode where we didn't get to preview Elimination Chamber on our regular episode this week just because there was so much to talk about. So we're quickly going to look at Elimination Chamber, the next pay per view um WWE is putting together. And uh right before we hopped on, we said flat out, it looks like they're mailing this bad boy in. <laughs> um, oh yes, they one hundred percent are. This is like like this was fast lane. And what was the other great balls of fire? Yeah, it was like they were doing these these type of pay per views before WrestleMania, and now they're doing Elimination Chamber, which just feels but hey, wrong. You know those those weird name pay per views? They ended up being kind of good. This one, yeah, I, I don't know because Elimination Chamber historically has always been a good match, right? It's 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 a very cool gimmick match, just the setup of it. I yeah. don't know if they've set everyone up here for success, but you know we'll we'll, we'll talk about that match by match. So it you, just it just sucks that like you're taking away a really quality pay per view to just set up WrestleMania. Like just do fast lane or great balls of fire again. Just do that shit again. Like save elimination chamber for the middle of the summer when we absolutely need it. Like we're wasting really good matches. Like we're we're not getting a men's. Uh, elimination chamber because they just decided like all of a sudden they were going to do Roman Goldberg like I'm this I, is I'm this just is wondering I'm wondering what the moment is going to be that we are going to talk about after right because last year it was Kofi going through the ringer almost winning the world title and then he's sitting at the cage entrance with the rest of the new day and the WrestleMania sign in the back. And that's when you figured out, like, oh, shit, Kofi's about to get his mania push. That is incredible. So I don't know if they've properly set that up with, you know, the card that they have currently constructed. But let, 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 let's let's go through it. So uh, why don't you run us through um, the first match? Yeah, so the first match, which is likely going to be on the preview show, is the United States Championship, which has no value whatsoever anymore. Um, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. I am leaning towards Humberto. They've been pushing him like crazy. Uh, obviously, Andrade is just now coming back from a 30-day suspension. Um, I just don't know where they go with this. This this belt has lost so much cachet in the past few years. I, I mean, there was a moment in time when the U.S. belt actually meant something, and it just doesn't mean anything at all anymore. So I would assume they would put this on Humberto and just kind of roll with it and see where they go with it. I don't know. I mean... Using that logic and that argument, which I completely agree with you on, I feel like they got to leave it on Andrade. Like he's he's got to be the guy to further further legitimize this title. And like as great as Humberto Carrillo is, like I, he's just not getting the reaction that I think that Paul Heyman 
wants him to get, right? Like he's clearly being pushed like, by Heyman. And Andrade is still that dude, man. Like he's still Andrade is very much still that dude, but he doesn't get very much reaction from the fans either. He doesn't, like, but man, I feel like that they have bigger plans for him. I just I, I just feel like of this whole feud, right? Like he's going to be like he's the guy who could who could go to the next level. And I just don't see that with Humberto Carrillo. And so yeah, I, I I agree with you there. I just feel like for the US title, it's become a bit stale with Andrade. And obviously him being out 30 days really does hamper it. And Umberto has been there every week on Raw putting in work. So like why not put the belt on him and maybe you can you can have other people challenge for the belt. Um and just mix it up a little bit. And like like you said, Andrade has they have bigger plans for Andrade. Maybe they start pushing him into a different segment where they can have him challenge for a bigger belt or have him in a more marquee uh segment. But right now I just feel like Humberto is the perfect person to put on uh put the US belt on to just try to move it forward. Cause obviously right now it just doesn't have much legitimacy and it, it is really struggling. I will say this though, if Andrade does end up dropping the U.S. title. Him in a Drew McIntyre program for the world title, I kind of dig I like that. that very much. I like that a lot. So I like that very much. I will say if that's the that's the direction that they end up going in, sign me up for that. Let's go to the next match. What do you got? We have the Raw Tag Team Championship match: Street Profits versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. This is 100% Seth or the Street Profits retaining oh, because yeah, we already have plans in motion for the other storylines. Yeah, and like you have to legitimize the Street Profits. They can't just yep. be a flash in the pan. Like they win the tag titles for what is it, two weeks? It'll have been so they need not even that. It'd be a week right, and a half. A week and a half. I'm sorry. Even so, they have to beat Rollins and Murphy because I mean we got to get them in the mix with you know the Viking Raiders. Um, just another tag team, right? No more of this hodgepodge tag teams that they've been throwing together on Raw. Like, let's legitimize the tag team division. Let's let's take it to the level that AEW is is doing it, right? So, Street Profits are legit. They're fantastic, and they should be in a premier match at WrestleMania, um, defending yep. it. And and they could that like those two dudes, and like whoever ends up being kind of in that challenger spot, like that could be you know, a, a, a show stealing match at mania. I mean, that's, that's obviously probably hyperbole. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're, it, but... we're already starting down the path of street profits versus AOP at WrestleMania, right? You... Seth Rollins versus KO at WrestleMania. So like this story is already in motion and this is just a, a, a speed bump in the way. So like we are going to get a, or AOP versus street profits for the raw t- tag team titles at WrestleMania. So this is just like a speed bump, like I said, so, the the storylines in motion, so uh, I agree. This match, it, this match will be really good. By the way, this is going to be great. Oh, it's going to be mean, fire. Four Absolutely. workers that are really, really strong in the ring. It's just like where we all know the story is going. It just does a disservice to it, and that's part of the reason why, like having these pay per views before WrestleMania is always kind of rough. Yeah, because we already know where the story is going. So it's like we're just kind of like biding time. So moving on. We have the no disqualification match between Aleister Black, AJ Styles. Now, this one is interesting. Obviously, you want to put, you would think it would make sense to put Aleister Black over, but here with the no disqualifications um, a- added to this, I think this is where Undertaker gets involved. Oh, a thousand Undertaker percent. Undertaker comes in, 
either choke slams or tombstones AJ Styles, Aleister Black wins, and we move on towards WrestleMania with AJ Styles versus uh, versus Undertaker. The only thing I don't like about that is it leaves Aleister Black, I feel, in like this weird middle ground, right? Like, right. Because all of a sudden, like, he needed help to beat AJ Styles. Like, I don't believe that for a second. I think he could take AJ Styles any day of the week. I think he's that good. But the second that you put in Undertaker, and, like, they're going to do it because Taker-Styles is going to be the Mania match, and that I fully understand. But you can't diminish everything that Aleister Black has built up to this point at, at the same time, right? So yeah, I just hope I, that they figure out some sort of middle there. ground. There. Like, it, it, it's a no-win situation because, yes, you need to build towards AJ versus Taker at Mania. But then you are diminishing Aleister Black, who doesn't like who is really good and who should be in the main like the main title picture because he is so, so damn good in the ring. Um, He just has this big fault that really comes into into question when you when you're talking about WWE. And that's um, the promos like he just doesn't cut cut a really good promo. Um, So, I, I mean, like I said, I think this is AJ. Uh, we're all leading towards AJ versus Taker. I think the Taker gets involved in this matches to continue that storyline because they haven't done a whole bunch outside of Super Showdown. Um, but we'll see come Sunday night. Uh, you actually just sent me this text message. This is really weird. Uh, what happens? Are, are we getting Drew Bri- uh, Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan? Sorry, I've had a little bit. Yeah, no, they are. Uh, beers. They Sorry, just... my, my, uh, <laughs> my name is getting mixed up. Um, they Gates just Bryan made this match tonight. Yeah, they just I would made assume this match that happens, tonight. right? Yeah, they just made this match tonight. Um, okay. This actually might be in the pre-show because it probably has the least at stake. It's just a uh, a regular old singles match. So, I mean, it, there might be two matches on the pre-show. Who freaking knows uh, that this might accompany Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. But um, this actually might end up being on the pre-show. And, uh, like, I think Daniel Bryan is going to make Drew Gulak look incredible i think he's yep. gonna push him to the limit i don't see dana bryan losing uh to, to drew gulak not anytime a chance in soon. <laughs> yeah yeah i think you know again brian's gonna make him look like a million bucks to set him up for future stuff but no right. way he takes the pin or taps out to anything that drew gulak has going on and no disrespect but there's just no freaking way that's gonna happen you were you were killing daniel bryan as a formidable foe for the Universal Championship. If you have him lose to Drew Gulak, there's no chance you do on that. the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, let's not, not a chance in hell. Let's not get too crazy. Um, this does this match does make sense because they have been kind of teasing it for the past few weeks because Drew Gulak has been in that like manager role, right? Like uh, bringing in other wrestlers to tra- to challenge Daniel O'Brien. It just hasn't like worked out for him. Um, this could be a really good match because Drew Gulak is really good in the ring. Yep. Uh, don't get me wrong, like he is no slouch, and like you said, Daniel Bryan is going to make him look really good. So yeah, um, I I, th- I still think Daniel Bryan goes over, and yeah, I I think this is definitely on the pre-show. So moving on to our first elimination chamber match of the night, at least on the uh, card that's laid out to us on Fox Sports, it's going to be uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which is the Miz and John Morrison versus the New Day versus the Usos versus Heavy Machinery. Versus Lucha House Party versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I'm really now, interested. Me, I'm interested to see what you say. Go ahead. To me, this is all set up for the Miz and John Morrison to, to to retain. I don't see how you can take the belts off of them after less than a month and after taking it away from a, um, a tag team that's had it for 
an expand, a extended period of time that has loved the fan base. I think you need to keep it on the Miz and John Morrison to validate them and move them into WrestleMania against probably the Usos. Man, I I disagree only because of how SmackDown went tonight with Heavy Machinery's performance. Like they made them look like stars. And I think that right. was on purpose, obviously, with Otis in his storyline with Mandy Rose. So, man, I my gut says heavy machinery, and I think that leads into a mania program with Dolph and Rude. Um, I, Actually, that's, that's a really smart That's idea. just my like, gut right now, just looking at it and everything else that they set up. Uh, and it, it Honestly, it still might be they might lead into a mania multi-team match like it could be a bunch of these teams probably in like a ladder match of some sort like keeping that going um but keeping a lot of these feuds alive as well so but i think giving this moment to heavy machinery uh would be an interesting twist because i think miz and morrison are over and like they don't necessarily need the titles anymore so i have a a bit of an off the wall idea so what if we do the Miz, John Morrison versus the Usos at WrestleMania. And to continue this Dolph, uh, Otis, Mandy storyline, what if we do a mixed tag match at Mania where it's Heavy Machinery and Sonya versus Dolph, Robert Roode, and Mandy? So split up fire and doesn't... See, I like the idea, but I feel like with the way they packaged fire and desire tonight, like I think they're trying to put put them in a position of challenging for the women's tag team titles as much as those have been completely forgotten. I think they're yeah, going to try to non-existent. They're going to try to reintroduce <laughs> that belt almost. I think in the coming weeks and probably um, at Mania, you know, having Fire Desire take on the Kabuki Warriors. So I like the concept. I just think that it's it, they're going to kind of push these two teams in different directions while keeping that link between obviously that love triangle link. So, um, th- well, th- that's I mean, like there's going to be what 14 plus matches at mania. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be five hours, seven. So, hours. I mean, there's going to be room for all this. So, I mean, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think that makes a lot of sense. I just personally, from my point of view, I would love to see the Miz John Morrison versus the Usos. Cause I think that'd be a that's, banger. That'd be fire. Match. Yeah. That'll be fire. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at either heavy machinery or dolphin, dolphin, Robert Roode winning the belts at elimination chamber. We continue this really awkward storyline between Otis and Mandy. Cause it is just really weird. It's getting weird, man. All right, moving on. We have the IC title, uh, match, which is, I mean, the IC belt has just completely fallen off a cliff. Uh, last year, we obviously like at Mania we had, um, we had a pretty solid Intercontinental Championship match, and then the year before that, we obviously had the Miz versus Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, which is a really good match. But this one going into WrestleMania, we have Braun Strowman facing Shinsuke, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. It's very, very what are we strange doing choice. Very strange choice. I mean, Braun is the IC champ. I'm actually, I kind of dig. Because, again, I think Braun has deserved a singles title for a very, very long time. And I think he needs an extended run here. I just, man, I mean, the the IC belt has kind of fallen into the same level as the U.S. belt, right? Like, they're, they're right. secondary titles, but do they mean all that much? I don't know. Um, aside, from, aside from the person that, that holds it, 
it doesn't hold a lot of cachet. It doesn't really make you excited. I mean, and the, like give credit to, you know, when Seth, Miz, and Finn Balor were kind of chasing that thing or chasing the IC belt, like it felt legitimate. Um, and it just hasn't felt that way. I do think they need to give Braun a long run here as an uh, Intercontinental Champion. So I, I think he's going to retain here. He's going to look like a monster over three of these, you know, big names. So that that's my pick. I think I think Braun's going over here. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I I can't foresee them taking the belt off of Braun. Like you need to make him look like a monster. You need to like bring back the cachet to this belt. It's just it's really really struggled for a long time. Um, I mean, even last year you had you had the demon Finn Balor defeating Bobby Lashley and and. I mean, we've all had our complaints about the de- uh, the demon, but um, it's just we need to bring back the IC belt to where it was. Uh, I think a lot of it had to actually do with the change in belt. Like, I think a lot of people just kind of lost their interest in the in the Intercontinental title when they changed the belt because the belt was so great. Um, I, I think I think Braun goes over here. I think you move him on to a different segment with somebody else. Um, I who that is i don't know because they just really haven't set up a storyline outside of what was going on now and like i don't think you can continue the storyline to mania right yeah they're 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 definitely gonna have to find someone else to mix in there i mean and maybe it's one of the new day guys because they're gonna be again in limbo after this tag team match assuming they don't win so maybe it's time that you do a biggie maybe it's a biggie maybe it's a biggie singles push with kofi kind of in his corner like kofi you know rebuild his thing wait for woods um, but he has Dude. kind of been a he's a big E versus at the Braun bit. Strowman for the Intercontinental at Mania. To quote Count you, in two dudes slapping meat would be slapping a- meat. By the way, have you noticed that slapping meat has gained some some headway on social? Unfortunately, I have. And it's, oh it's, man, I saw some other people tweeting out slapping meat, and I'm like, this is my moment. This it's, is my moment. It's so, so disturbing. Uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way that I can just. Every time somebody says slapping me, they have to reference me. Yeah, so, you, you, you. I was on the slapping you're me the, train before anybody. You're else. the leader of this strange movement. I think our <laughs> next, our first T-shirt maybe have to say slapping me, and I yep. don't know if it's fully appropriate. It's going to say slapping me on the front and on the back. It's going to say two jabronis pods. So yeah. Uh, that's we, the way we're going. We won't be allowed to wear this in front of our children. Um, to work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Moving on to our main event. Uh, at least the main event on the card. I, I feel like it's going to be the main event of the night. I, I don't see any other way around it, but it's the women's elimination chamber match. We have Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Alska versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. Now, this all screams Shayna Baszler, but I will say I saw some reports today saying that Vince is not convinced about Shayna Baszler. And it makes me second guess uh, everything. I mean, it just like okay, that's fine. So let's take away Shayna out of this mix, right? One, two, the other five names don't excite me. F- taking on Becky at Mania, it's it's just that like Natty versus Becky, nope. Liv Morgan nope. versus Becky, nope. Oscar versus Becky, we've seen. I wouldn't. Well, you're, you're, you're one. a Liv Morgan stand, so I don't know I, how she's been getting a lot of run on, on she's, Raw. She's 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 I'm not she's better. She's good now. Is it a Mania match with Becky yet? I I I, I say mean, no. if it's a three to five minute match, which is a a large chunk of the matches are gonna be because they have 14, 15 matches on the card. 
which is fair. So, but I mean, like, I was just running through not it. Like, bad. It, it's not. It's of of all these matches, it's not the worst. So, Natty, Becky, no. Liv Morgan, Becky, I'll give you a maybe. How about that? Oscar, 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 Becky, we've seen. So I'm like, not that interested. Plus, I think Oscar no. is going to be in a tag team title match right. at Mania. Ruby Riot versus Becky, sort of. Okay, I mean, not let's yet. Put her, I, I don't think Ruby's there yet. Let's put her in the maybe. She just yeah. came back. Yeah, let's put her in the maybe pile along with Liv Morgan, and then Sarah Logan versus Becky. No, no. Like, I'm sorry. Um, no, <laughs> no disrespect to Sarah Logan. I think she does great work, but just at Mania, absolutely not. no. So that leaves you with two maybes, right? Liv Morgan or Ruby Riot. Maybe you mix that into a triple threat match. Okay. How exciting is that? Versus Shayna Baszler, who a few weeks ago was biting the shit out of Becky Lynch and had made Becky Lynch probably look the most human in the, like the past year where you're like, oh, she could re- legitimately take the belt from her. Right. Like right. no one has that look aside from Charlotte, aside from Maria, who you're like, oh, they could they could whoop Becky's ass. Right. Like that. That's just the aesthetic of it. It has to be Shayna. And like, I know, like, I, I, I don't know why Vince feels that way. It, it, that's that just seems very, very strange to me. Um, that it he, feels very, very Vince to me because like that's she fair. is not a looker like she is not like I don't want to call her ugly because like that's rude but like she is not a quote-unquote pretty woman like becky is a pretty woman charlotte is a pretty woman sasha bailey they're sure, all that, really like pretty. stereotypical like almost right. attitude era where it was like that's who like you know like your trish Stratuses of the world right. your, your tory wilson's like right. that's who used to be in in the women's title picture and maybe that is the pushback from Vince. And if that is, like, that's just so sad. Like, it's 2020, it is, it man. Is, like, we got to move away from all this. Like, Shayna is incredible. It and, is very shallow. It is It is. It is a problem because she is incredible. She has. She's a two-time NXT Women's Champion. She is great in the ring. She has a, an incredible character. Um, and she does portray that person as somebody that could be some she can be that person that knocks off Becky. She has that aura. She has that nasty streak. Um, and, and it's it's a shame that if it's if that is low key the reason why Vince isn't quote unquote convinced by her, then that's a problem because we can't continue to have issues where women are not going over because they don't look a certain way. You know, like she is convincing as her character because she is so brutal. She is so um vicious um and intimidating that that for a character gets over and she doesn't have to look like Kelly Kelly like Kelly Kelly is fucking gorgeous Becky is gorgeous like they don't all have to look gorgeous to get over and they shouldn't have to look gorgeous to get over you know what i mean yeah and it just makes sense for her to be called up or not called up is i guess a dated term now with NXT kind of being the third brand but she just right. makes sense on Raw, right? Whether yeah. she wins the title at Mania or not, like that opens the door for Ronda to come back. That opens the door for the force four horsewomen, the MMA Jessica version, and, and Marina to right, come up. to come yep. in, and then that 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 opens the possibilities of actual four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match. We've which we've all been clamoring for on some level. So Shayna just like on paper just makes the most sense. And I hope that Triple H is just in Vince's ear right now saying, look, Shayna has killed it 
in NXT. She's been a monster as the as the two-time NXT champion and has, you know, basically she elevated the NXT women's title to the point where it was like it became a huge deal when Rhea be- beat her, right? So right. Shayna is is the next thing and they need to they need to do it now. Like they just they absolutely need to with especially with Charlotte kind of out of the picture um and and probably Becky and Sasha kind of they tease that a little bit tonight that they're going to be going at it. So Shayna just makes the most sense for an exciting, an intriguing, an interesting match for Becky at WrestleMania because that that lead up, oh man, sign me up for that all freaking day. Yeah, you can't continue to cycle through the same 4 to 5 women on SmackDown and Raw. Like you need to introduce some new blood and Shayna is the cream of the crop. Um she is somebody that has like you said elevated the the, the women's NXT title um and and really brought it to a point where you can put it on Mania now. Like Yes, Rhea winning it was a big deal, but that was in large part due to Shayna elevating it to a point where, like, when Rhea won it, like, it become a it became a thing. So, Absolutely. Um, I think yes, I it does make a ton of sense to put it on to to have Shayna win this match, have her face Becky at WrestleMania. I'm just really terrified that that Vince might be overthinking this, and we may get like Natalia winning this. Yeah, but I'm, but we've I, seen that already too, right? So it's like. I we ha- have, but like Natalia, like she's the safe. She's the Natalia, safest. She's match. not exciting at all, but she's there. She's there every Monday, and she's she's, she's good. She's very very good. She she's, she's like the safe steady hand. Yeah, she's the safest pick of all of these women, and but honestly, Shayna's like probably the second safest pick because she's that good in the ring. She's like. Oh man, I, like her on it's, a poster with Becky just makes so much freaking sense. Yeah, and like the way that they kind of teased it and does like they teased it with the biting, everything kind of makes sense that we're going to get Shayna. But I can foresee a swerve here that we're all not expecting, and it, and it kind of throws us for a loop. But here's to us going into Sunday thinking that Shayna's going to win, and we're going to get Shayna versus Becky, and we're going to get that quality build on Raw for the next three weeks leading up to WrestleMania, and we can get what we want. So. Let's all go into let's all go into elimination chamber in these next few days, really hoping that they don't overthink things and we just we just move on towards WrestleMania, continue these stories. So make sure that you follow us on social this weekend at Two Jabronis Pod on Twitter, Instagram, BR app. Uh, you can follow Ben at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. You can follow me at Jeremy A. Loss. We will be live tweeting as much as possible throughout the weekend. And to make sure that you guys are up to date what is happening um, and we will have another show next week and we will start the road to Wrestlemania absolutely and don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts and if you're one of our fantastic Apple Podcast users please 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 rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and if you're feeling spicy leave a review thank you so much everybody Follow- oh by the way oh, oh. to the jabroni that left a two star <laughs> review how dare you Leave us a review without even listening to the goddamn pod. Yeah, we uh we did some digging. We found out who <laughs> left us the two-star review. I didn't even do some digging. I was just casually looking at the show on Apple Pods. This man or woman, I I, I forgot to look at the uh the username, left us a two-star review based on the name of the show alone. So, first of all, Jabroni Move. Uh, the jabroni, jabroni move number one, jabroni move, move number two, 
didn't even listen to the show. Not at all. Like, at least hate us for, like, our takes. Hate us for a legitimate reason. Don't hate us for, like, oh, we like The Rock. Yeah, welcome to the club. Everyone loves The Fucking Rock. So, um, I've got two words for you. Suck it. And uh, you're you're a jabroni. So, uh, (laughs) with that, we'll catch you at Elimination Chamber this Sunday. And uh, have a good couple of days, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Peace. Later, guys.